Hello and welcome back to Boss Your Business. And before I introduce my guest today, angels are already popping in. You guys, if you have any online presence, this is your episode. I'm already hinting a little bit on the story we're going to be talking about. Insane. I swear to God, when I read this, you guys need to stick around. If you have any online profile or any online platform for your business, you need to stick around. With that, I want to introduce to you, Anya Halama. You are a world traveler and transformative guide, empowering heart-centered entrepreneurs to align with their ideal clients and manifest abundance in all areas of their life. Speaking my language. After years of feeling trapped in your corporate job that left you financially strained and unfulfilled. Oh my God, don't we know that story? You embarked on a courageous journey of self-discovery, traveling the globe. You not only acquired diverse skills, but also built businesses to share your newfound wisdom. Anya is renowned as a millennial manifesto with a little tongue twister there for the German spiritual mentor, plant medicine facilitator, integration coach, and intuitive digital artist with expertise as in as an intuitive healer, Reiki master, angel healer, EFT certified practitioner. Holy moly, what master are you going to have to say that for me? Because that's a whole bunch of O's and N's in there. We'll talk about this in a second. Akashic recorder reader, angel card intuitive, law of attraction. You guys, you get the idea here. You have been featured in Entrepreneur Magazine, Yahoo Magazine, and other esteemed media outlets. Girl, talk, talk about collecting that knowledge. It's, do you guys, do you know now why I'm really excited about today's episode? Because I'm like, what you guys don't see right now, if you watch... I have hypnotherapy up there. I have NLP up there. I have all kinds of stuff up there too. So I'm like, yeah, you are speaking my language. That is my journey right now. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much, Yvonne. I'm excited to be here. And yes, it's a whole slew of things, but I like wearing many hats. I like learning all the things. I believe that I should be a constant learner, student of life. So why not? And the way I work with one client isn't how I work with every client. So some people need some things, other people need other things. I know that from my own journey, like I tried all these different things and some worked, some didn't. So finding what works for you and being able to help clients in many different ways as well. And, and it's like, I love it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to work on that one. And what I love about just looking at your bio, and I'm similar to that, it's we are just building our tool belt. It's I yeah, there's a button for me. I hate, and it doesn't matter if that's in the spiritual sense or if that's in the business sense, where it's it's my way or the highway, it's the only tool, it's this only thing that's going to work for you. I'm like, BS, seriously, are you really try how them often and find what works for you? Exactly. And then it's different combinations. How often does somebody tell us you shouldn't be doing this, you should be doing that? And you got to hear it five times in 10,000 different ways. And now suddenly it clicks. And that's to me, having this kind of tool belt is okay, this didn't sit right with you. We didn't get the result we wanted. Let's try this or let's try that. Let's see what works for you. 
Yeah. Also, so we like, grow as humans. How many times have you reread a book that you read 10 years ago and it's a completely different book? You're like, did they rewrite this? No, you just grew. You have a different outlook on life. <laughs> you did. Your perception is just different. Ah, so now that I'm off of my soapbox on that, we, your bio already hinted on this. You've been corporate before you've done that thing. Tell us a little bit about your story. How did Anya get here? Yeah. So fun, full circle, actually. I'm just getting back into the corporate world and not as an employee, <laughs> but that's a whole nother story that I'm happy to share as well. So I, I had to grow up very quickly. My dad was in a work accident. We were immigrants coming to the U.S. I'm Polish. I was born in Poland, came to the U.S. I was very young, but I was the first one in my family that spoke English. And my dad was in the work accident when I was 10 years old which I had to go to all the lawyers' offices, doctors' offices, be an adult, essentially, learning words no 10-year-old should learn, which led to a lot of resentment towards my father, a lot of resentment, like, I had to grow up early, I had my childhood taken away from me, like, why am I learning yeah. all of these words? Like, just a lot of resentment and pain and trauma around that. But because of that, I knew that one of our incomes got taken away, my father's, because he's mm -hmm. handicapped now. And so I knew that I had to go to go do something with my life but really early on to help support my family. I was always very artsy. Most kids went to like ballet and dance lessons and soccer. And I'm here like drawing and painting and like doing all the artsy I stuff. <laughs> I took my first graphic design class when I was in high school. And I'm like, I love this. I want to do this for the rest of my life. This is amazing. It's an old life now, but that's what I thought mm -hmm. at the moment. And so I went into my, uh, my, my counselor's office in high school and I was like, okay, what can I do to graduate early? I need to go to college right away. So I graduated high school early, went to college right away and life has a way of manifesting itself as it always does. One of my girlfriends, her boyfriend at the time ran an agency. So a design agency. So she's like, you want an internship with him? I'm like, yeah, why not? So I worked with him all through half of high school and all through college. So as soon as I graduated college, he hired me on full time. So I've had a corporate job for as long as I could remember pretty much way before any person should have a corporate job, making a lot of money, way more money than any 18, 19 year old should be making. But because I was making a lot of money, I spent it on all the wrong things. And I had a lot of trauma as well. So I spent it on drugs and alcohol and expensive purses and fancy cars and all the lavish egotistical things that I really don't care about now. <laughs> and so my dad saw how much money I was bringing in and stole hundreds of thousands of dollars from me, which led to a whole nother slew of other trauma that I went towards. And yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that led me to have a lot of stress, a lot yeah. of stress, which led me to become very sick, stress, anxiety, insomnia, depression. Oh God, yeah. I couldn't eat any food. I was allergic to almost every single food. I was going blind. Doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. I was just very sick and it was all pretty much stress. So mm -hmm. I, I switched to corporate jobs and then I came to a point in the job that I was at where I couldn't move up the corporate ladder anymore. And I'm like, okay, it's now or never. I could look for another job or do something crazy. I'm young. I don't have any kids. Why not do something I crazy? Have a, mm -hmm. I have a feeling you chose the crazy. 
<laughs> I chose crazy for sure. And so I walked into my manager's office. I quit my job within two weeks. I sold my car, sold my apartment, put everything in storage and bought a one-way ticket to Thailand. And I've been pretty much on that one-way ticket. It's been eight years already. I'm still on that one-way ticket pretty much. <laughs> so I'm curious, and I haven't figured it out yet. Thailand seems to be one of those first initial destinations in a situation like that where I'm like, it's still on my list. And it. do you have any idea or, or what was it for you that, that made you choose Thailand? I wanted it to be as far away as possible from Chicago <laughs> and as cheap as possible so I can afford because I didn't have because I quit my job <laughs> yeah. far away and as cheap as possible. I knew nothing about Thailand. I didn't even know what language they spoke in Thailand. <laughs> like I'm going as far away as possible. And I know a lot of friends that have traveled there. This was before the whole digital nomad thing before yeah. became a digital nomad thing. And I'm like, I'm going to Thailand. While in Thailand, life is obviously a lot more inexpensive than it is in America. Mm -hmm. So I didn't work at all the first year. However, my background's in graphic design and marketing. So it was really easy for me to transition into the online world. I also had a lot of freelance clients while still working in corporate. So that was really easy for me to transition. And while there life was a lot more inexpensive so i was going to yoga yeah. classes more often meditation classes and that's when i really started my spiritual journey a little bit not fully but started little by little piecing it together and little by little i started healing myself i started healing my ibs my anxiety my depression because i started getting in that regiment and my soul just kept calling to to go to south america at some point ayahuasca specifically was calling me and i am a plant medicine uh -huh. facilitator at the moment i am actually about to go october november i'm getting i'm preparing myself to go to the jungle for two months to get initiated into an ayahuasca tribe which is a whole another slew of things i, w I started healing myself and i started doing spirituality and I was also looking for something else to do with my career wise. So I hired on my first coach, my first mentor, and he's, you have a marketing degree. Why don't you teach business? You've had, you've started multiple businesses already. Why don't you teach this? I'm like, that's a pretty good idea. Why don't I do that? So I started it. I started business coaching and business coaching was great. I met a partner who was also a business coach and him and I started a company together. And then I started really getting into the spiritual path and learning all things spirituality and healing myself from the inside out, like fully, completely. And I'm a kind of person that if I like something, I dive head in, study it all day, every day. I'm like, I want to know oh everything, yes. read all the books, watch all mm -hmm. the videos. I want to know everything. <laughs> And I just started learning one thing, going down the rabbit hole of my toolbox now, pretty much yep. learning meditation, Akashic records, Ho'oponopono, all these things. And I'm like, this is great. Then I transitioned over into spiritual business coaching. I was working with Bob Proctor's team, doing my whole law of attraction training and doing business in a spiritual point of view, like how to attract your clients, how to energetically align yourself with the clients that you want, with the business that you want and start attracting it versus like constantly in that hustle American mentality go. Exactly. 
Uh how to attract it because life should be fun life should be easy and life has been like it's not been easy for me but once i started getting aligning myself like things started popping into my life easily and effortlessly and i was teaching people how to do that and i burned out with business coaching with spiritual business coaching i'm like let's just focus on spirituality this is a lot more fun and more my style more my speed like i show up when i show up my clients show up when they show up that's more my style versus that constant hustle again. And I much preferred that versus like the business strategy, the attraction, all of that anyways. So then my paths led me to South America, plant medicine again, specifically. I, every time I opened up a book, like something about ayahuasca came up for me. Every time I like put on a TV, Chelsea lately was talking about her ayahuasca trip in the jungle. I'm like, all right, I need to do this thing called ayahuasca, but I didn't know really anything about it. I was like, I had a drug problem. I was like, I'm going to go do a bunch of drugs in the jungle. It's going to be so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, I was wrong. And so (laughs) I, I made my way to South America, stayed in Thailand for a year. I traveled all throughout Southeast Asia, went to Europe for a while, traveled all around Europe, went to Central America. I ended up in Panama for a couple of months, and then I made my way to South America. And in South America, I went to Colombia first. Specifically, Medellin was calling me. I didn't know why Medellin. Now I understand. It is home for me. I My heart belongs there. My soul belongs there. I feel like the best version of myself when I'm in Colombia or Medellin specifically. And I knew that I needed to do this thing called ayahuasca. I didn't know anything about it. I knew that she attacked your ego first. We hear like death of the ego. And I had a massive ego at this point. I was afraid. I was like, oh, what am I going to learn about myself? What is she going to show mm-hmm. me? I don't know, but I know that I need to do this thing. I don't know what it is, what it's going to be. Again, I'm going to go do a bunch of drugs in the jungle. It'll be fun, maybe. <laughs> but I'm scared. And I get to Colombia. The first week while in Medellin, I went to a conscious cannabis ceremony. And during the ceremony, my entire death of the ego happened to me in a cannabis ceremony, like good versus evil, who I am, who I'm not, all the people that I've hurt, all the wrong decisions that I've done, like everything in my head for hours going on. And it was a hard ceremony on cannabis. I'm like, what is going on? I've done this thing hundreds of times beforehand recreationally. I never expected a cannabis ceremony to be so hard. I'm in the bathroom after the ceremony, washing my hands. And this is the first time audibly I've ever heard spirit talk to me. I'm very clairvoyant and very claircognizant. I don't hear spirit talk to me audibly often. And so I heard, you're ready. And I'm looking around. I'm like, what the heck? What am I ready for? Who said that? What is going on? The very next day, a friend of mine texted me and he's, I'm going to an ayahuasca ceremony. Do you want to come? I'm like, I'm ready. Yes, I want to go. And I am so grateful for that first ceremony. It is literally, uh, I was in a meditation a couple months ago and it was like a holotropic breathwork session slash meditation. And in that meditation, the guide was like, think of the moment that you're most grateful for in your life. And the vision of my first ayahuasca came up for me. And I'm like, I'm so grateful for that moment because that's the moment that made me, that was the bridge between the person I used to be, the person I am now and the person that I'm still becoming. I'm so grateful for this medicine. Like it is my entire life now. Um, I'm getting initiated into a tribe in uh, just a month. (laughs) And so 
it was like, yeah, that's beautiful. But then the meditation like zooms me out and drops me back into like pure consciousness. And it's, yeah, that was great. But this moment right now, this moment is all you have. Be grateful for this moment. And I'm crying at this point. I'm like, that's so beautiful. Yes, this moment. I'm so grateful for this moment. I'm grateful for all the moments. Yeah, so that's how I've started, how I ended up where I'm at right now and the crazy transitions of my life. <laughs> I this, this is why I love, and my audience knows this, this is why I love this question because you never know what's going to come out. Even with people that I have known for years asking that questions, it's what happened? How happened? Huh? And my audience, no matter if you're watching or listening, you also know I followed the, the conversation where the conversation leads us. And I love it. I'm like, I'm sitting over here. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to stalk you. We need to talk because I literally just started microdosing a couple of months ago. And it's been quite interesting. I'm not quite ready yet for the full session. We'll get there. We'll get there. Evie is not quite there yet. But I also mentioned at the beginning, there was quite a big burn down when you were chewing with your book because you're also an author you were chewing for your book and i know some of my audience is quite practical tendency and i want to make sure we bring that story up because when i read that i was like holy so Guys, listening, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get Anya to tell that story of what happened when she was touring with her second book. And I never, ever want to hear you guys complain about two-factor authentication and all this stuff ever again after this story. You got it, guys? Okay. Anya, do me a favor. Tell me when in all of this, when all of this was happening and your business was adjusting and you were growing and you were moving through those different stages... You were on tour for your second book and something happened. Yeah. Woo. Cancel, clear, delete. That is all done with. Uh -huh. It's in the past. It's not coming back. <laughs> but I wanted to bring it up as a lesson for everybody listening. 100% a lesson and such a big one and so much resilience. And I learned a lot. I grew so much from it. And I'm so grateful for what I'm doing now. Oh, my goodness. I'm so glad that it happened. Like, I wouldn't be where I am right now if it wasn't for that. And this is the corporate side of things that's coming mm -hmm. in. So I'll share both of those stories. So I'm the beginning of last year, I had a very successful spiritual coaching business. I had containers. I was had one on one clients. I was traveling all over for some clients like it was incredible. I felt like I was on top of the world, came out with my second book. Book tour, amazing. Vegas, LA, New York, Costa Rica, all for book tour. I had four Times Square billboards that were 80 feet tall. I felt literally on top of the world. I came back from book tour and I got hacked. I lost my website. I lost 30,000 email subscribers. I lost over 300 video pieces of content that I've ever created. Everything just vanished out of existence. Like I've never existed on the internet. I'm like, what the heck just happened? And I took the entire month off while I was on book tour. So I don't know when. Yeah, exactly. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> 
So I took the entire month off while I was on book tour because like I was in different time zones. Yeah. I was networking. I was talking to people, meeting people. Like I just, I couldn't, didn't have the sustainability to work the entire time. So I came, I don't know if it happened in the beginning, in the middle, in the end. Like I have no idea when it happened. Came back and I, like my entire business just vanished into thin air. So I spent the next few months just trying to retrieve everything back. Like why is it my, what, why is my website gone? Can I get it back? Talking to my host, hosting providers, my servers, like everything, just trying to get everything back. Followed by two more months of a mental breakdown, as you can imagine. Going, yeah, in, like, you lost your whole business pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I lost my entire business and going into like self doubt. Should I be doing this? Should I even be coaching? Is this my right path? Should I be doing this imposter syndrome? Who am I? Like, I just had a crazy four Times Square billboards and now all of a sudden my business is gone. Should I be doing this? I like, is this right for me? I have no idea. And so I did what I know how to do best. I meditated, I surrendered and I meditated. And in a beautiful four hour long meditation, my brand new company, which is called Expansion Alchemy was given to me. The name, the colors, the branding, what partners are I want on it, the payment structures, the website copy, literally everything was given to me in this four hour meditation. And I'm like, all right, I guess this is what I'm supposed to be doing now. Thank you, spirit. Thank you. And the message that came out of that was collaboration, not competition. Things are changing. Mm -hmm. Things are shifting. I don't have to build a business on my own anymore. You don't yeah. have to build a business on your own. Why not collaborate with other people and reach a much wider audience? reach more people, help more people by working with other people. You don't have to do things on your own. And we're in the rise of the feminine right now, which the feminine is all about community. It's all about collaboration. So why not collaborate with others? So in turn, we can help a lot more people. So I spent the next couple of months building up Expansion Alchemy. And what Expansion Alchemy is, it is a online learning portal in the realms of personal development, health relationships, spirituality, and business. We have 12 teachers on staff, 12 mentors, coaches, teachers, whatever you want to call them, all the same thing, each giving one live class a month in one of those subjects. Then the classes get pulled into our arsenal, into our academy where all the replays are stored. You can go into any of the replays. You can watch the live classes. We've got a calendar. We've got a community in there. It is so much fun. I love it. But I, I, as I was building it up, I went to a mastermind. This was in May of this year. Went into a mastermind with seven, eight-figure entrepreneurs, and I was telling them all about Expansion Alchemy. And they're like, why don't you bring this into corporations? I'm like, I love this idea. Why don't I bring this into corporations? Because I have a corporate background. I know if I had the tools that I have today, then I'd still probably be in corporate. Thankfully, that yeah. is not my path. I don't need to be doing that. But especially now after COVID, things are changing and shifting. And I was just reading a statistic. Finally. Finally, exactly. I was just reading a statistic a few weeks ago saying that I believe it was like 73% of Gen Zers, right? Z is the one after me, whatever. I have no idea. Whatever I it is, of the young kids that are just getting into jobs right now, they won't take a job unless they have a mental, benef a mental health benefit for yeah. it as a benefit. 
So we're looking to come into corporations as a mental wellness benefit for employees, which is so beautiful. And I'm so excited for an expansion. Alchemy just got our first award two weeks ago. So excited about that. Yes, thank you. I spoke at a conference called the Heal Conference in Florida. This is why I'm in America. And while there, I decided to come visit my family in Chicago. And I'm going to Burning Man this weekend. Hey! So the HEAL conference was all about bringing healthcare and education together because things are changing, especially after COVID. Alternative medicines, talk, bringing alternative medicines and alternative learning, how can we merge those together, which is literally all Expansion Alchemy does, alternative medicine and alternative learning, and bringing it into corporations as a wellness benefit. So we have a B2C sector as well as a B2B sector. I love it. I love it. Thank I you. love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. And it's interestingly enough, I have an online friend, Francesca, who is similar doing bringing breath, hypno breath work to corporate. And I'm like, ooh. Yeah. Talk about collaboration. Mm. I think she is in Bali right now with her. Um, send her my info. Mm hmm. <laughs> Talk about collaboration. Yeah, I think she is still right now in Bali on a week retreat that she was putting together. But yeah, I'm like, girl, universe is already doing its magic again. Yes, it is. <laughs> I actually did a hypno breathwork session this morning. Ha! Huh, look yeah. at how this all lines up. It's just, it, and it doesn't matter if it's solopreneur, if it's small businesses, if it's coaches, consultants, if it's corporate, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. We want to live life now. I'm like, if I have learned something in my life, it's like tomorrow is not a given. So this whole work your ass off till you retire and then enjoy it. Who the hell? No. Goodness. I was and I'm like, that's I where I'm be- actually thankful for COVID because it finally opened up corporate eyes where it's like, your employees are not just a number. They are not just your working ends. You better be not taking just care paper. of them or they're done. Exactly. It's not just a paycheck. They're actual humans. They're actual people. And they need to be happy in their work environment. The more happy they are, the more productive they are, the better they're doing at your organization and making you more money at the end of the day. Hey, don't you want your employees to be happier and healthier? I do. (laughs) And it's been interesting seeing the conversations that has been happening over the last couple of weeks in, in my circles where I have open communication with my team where it's okay, where do you guys want to be? What's your income goal? What do you want to do? Because I want my team to be happy and excited about what they're doing because I know that means I get the best of them. And then I talk with a couple of other people where it's, oh yeah, it's like they, they are asking for 35 bucks an hour in the Philippines. I'm like, that's rich in the Philippines. I'm like, so, so your value is getting cheap work, not getting good work. And yeah, it's just that value alignment is really interesting watching right now. And the different conversations I'm having and the different perceptions I'm seeing where I'm like, money is just an exchange of energy. So if I cheapskate, my team is going to cheapskate me. Who wants that? Exactly. No, no one. No, I sure don't. Take care of your team. If I do better, they do better. And if they do better, I do better. 
How was that? Your theme is collaboration. That's what it is. Collaboration, not competition. So juicy. Heck yeah. And everybody else can go eat dust. Yes, I just said that, guys. I don't do well. I'll be well in all the with... dust this weekend at Burning Man. Go, I'll take some home for you. Go eat it. <laughs> oh, please. I have so many friends that are going. It's like, maybe one day. I'm like, getting sand everywhere where I don't want it for a week. I've never been, but it's been a, it's been a dream of mine for a long time. And life has a beautiful way of manifesting itself. I got invited to go to Burning Man and to serve medicine at Burning Man at the first ancestral medicine tent ever at Burning Man, which I love it. I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I love it. So after Burning Man, what's in your future? What's happening? Where are you after going next? After Burning Man, I know? go back to Medellin for three weeks, and then I go off to jungle school. <laughs> I go I go to Peru Octo- all of October and all of November, um, getting initiated into an ayahuasca tribe so I can facilitate. I've opened up a retreat center in Colombia. Currently, we're doing um, conscious cannabis as well as psilocybin, but once I get go through my entire training, we'll be doing ayahuasca as well over there. And yeah, I'm nervous. I'm excited, but it's been something that's been on my horizon since day one of sitting with the medicine. She's been showing me this is my path from the very beginning, and I'm so excited for it. I know that I'm going to help a lot of people, help myself a lot as well. And I have some other exciting things happening with ayahuasca, not only the retreat center, I'm working on a book on ayahuasca at the moment as well, merging the spirituality with the science and some other couple exciting things, which I'm not ready to share about publicly yet, but follow me along and I'm sure you'll see all about it very soon. So my last question before we tell everybody where you actually can find Anya, how do you make all of this happen? I'm like, oh yeah, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. I'm getting that certification. I'm doing this and I'm writing a book and I'm opening this and holy moly girl. Is it real? So it doesn't matter. I just was waiting for that one. I was waiting for that one. Guys, if anybody of you has started their spiritual journey, you know that time is a perception. And if you don't know yet, time is a perception. I do it when I do it. I was waiting for that one. I love that one. You can set yourself up for that one. Thank you very much. (laughs) And only somebody that has started their spiritual journey will understand what it means that time is only a perception. Guys, that is manifestation 101 right there. Literally, you will hear it everywhere. And with that... Where can people find you? Where can people stalk you? Where can people follow you? Stalking only in the good way, people. I only use stalking in the good way. So my website, anyahalama.com. I am on Instagram at Anya Travels and then everywhere else on social media at Anya Halama. Amazing. Guys, you will also find all of these links in your show description all below it's all linked there it's all there so you don't even have to worry about it just click on it and i will see you because i want to hear first of all how burning man goes how everything else goes we are staying definitely in contact because it is time to move out of microdosing and seriously do some quantum leaps 
for everybody else listening guys you know what to do hit that subscribe button hit that follow button i see you and hear you in the next episode of boss your business bye everybody